Hello and welcome to Talking Flutes Extra. My name is Jean-Paul Wright. This week's a different one. In fact, I'm on the road from London to Orlando for the National Flute Association Convention. It appears that the flight is already delayed by 35 minutes with more news to come. Everybody knows that I'm really addicted to coffee so that is quite a lot of coffee consumption before the flight takes off. That's if it takes off on time. But let's face it, if the flight time is nine and a half hours, what's an additional 35 to 40 minutes amongst friends? Anyway, I'm looking forward to finally taking off and arriving in Orlando to join all the fluty people that have arrived already. Speak to you later. Good grief, I've been sat here in the lounge for two hours and it appears that there's further delays on my flight. Now, any of you that are regular flyers and like their coffee know that you really can't drink too much of the flavoured hot water that purports to be coffee at airports. I've now resorted to Earl Grey tea, I think I've had too much of that, and now it's onto fizzy water, much of the hard stuff. Right, according to the screen in the seat in front of me, we're currently flying at 39,002 feet. Yes, you heard that right, an extra two feet higher. So that seems to be making a lot of difference as apparently we have a strong tailwind behind us. Nearly eight hours into the journey to Orlando and with this breeze pushing us along, this extra two feet seems to be doing the trick. We'll be arriving in around 13 minutes, which is rather quicker than the time it's apparently supposed to take. So despite the delay in London, we will have brought up some considerable time and I'll thankfully not be too late checking into the hotel tonight. What am I looking forward to most when I arrive? Well, apart from a shower and a nice cold drink, I'll be picking up my convention badge and then later tonight, I'll be having dinner with some of the leading social media flute players on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube, and then thankfully to bed. As for the NFA convention itself, which begins in the morning, I am really excited to see what's new in the flute world within the exhibitors hall, and also soaking up many concerts and showcases. You see, there really is too much schedule to attend everything, so you have to be extremely organised and disciplined with your diary to ensure that you're in the right place at the right time to see a specific food player or concert as many things run concurrently. So I'll catch you again tomorrow morning when the fleet action really starts. Right, I'm walking outside the exhibition centre because it's slightly quieter and there's not too many flutes going on because I'm actually chasing after a guy that I first got to know on Instagram and he kindly actually sent me this beautiful book called... Well, actually, we'll talk about that in a second. Jo- Joel? Yeah. Joel? Hey, how you doing? Hey, Joel. What's going on? Joe Horn. Joel, what brings you to the NFA? Oh, gosh. Uh... Well, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, 
the people are amazing. I mean, I just love interacting with all these people that I see on Instagram or Facebook or I buy their albums and listen to them and then you get to actually, you know, interact and talk with them. I love that. Um, I love all the all the flutes and you can play all the flutes like yours and your awesome bass flute. But then also going to all of the um, workshops. Well, I have a hard time getting by the entrance, obviously, as you know, because, you know, you come in and there's Arista flutes and Juan and his great flutes. And then you've got all of your flutes right there. And then you've got the flute authority with Sankyo and all of them. And then so it's hard to get by there, you know, the, even the entrance, because there's so many great things to do, flutes to play, people, and, of course, Josh Johnson's there who you can spend the entire week with, right? And, and indeed. So for anyone listening to us, why should they put the NFA convention on their bucket list? Well, I think it's more than just the bucket list. That would imply you only go once. I think they should come every year. I mean, I'm told there's 4,000 people here. So it really is if you love the flute. Um, I mean, it's really the one place once a year you can go to and meet the people, see all the instruments, and then hear these tremendous performances. You know, I mean, it's, there's really nothing like it. So it's not totally serious here. Most people would think flute concerts and a flute convention would be full of serious people. <laughs> well, there are some serious people, but there's a lot, I, it is fun. There's a lot of laughter, and, and, that, and there's some comedy sessions that I was amazed how funny some of those are. And I think everyone just... You know, maybe it's because in this world now, there's so much social media and you get to know each other in this Instagram way that to come here and actually talk to these people, it's so much fun. And so I think everyone should do that once a year, just if nothing else to ground yourself that all these Instagram people are actually real awesome people. Well, I know you were dashing off somewhere, so I didn't mean to hold you. But well, thanks. thanks. So no, that was great to talk we'll with ca- you. We'll catch up again soon. Jeff. Okay, nice to see you. The good thing about the NFA convention, and I'm laughing here, is because someone, not standing too far away from me, has caught my eye, and she's laughing at me. <laughs> Kathy Miller. Actually, the truth is, we've just actually recorded something. I didn't have the re- <laughs> my MP3 recorder switched on, so we've lost it. So, Kathy, let's rejig also, that. Again. Also, you're holding this really fuzzy grey thing that looks like a maybe a somewhat dead animal or a pet of some sort. I know. I must admit, I'm getting a funny look as I walk around. <laughs> Talking into this grey muff. <laughs> Let's go back. To, okay. Let's go back. Well, the, the, the person that looks after two major brands in the flute world, Sankyo Miyazawa, and also Hamid Piccolo's. Mm-hmm. And you also look after TJ as well. Now, with Sankyo and Miyazawa, they are both major brands, but they appeal to different types of flute players. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they're both at the top of their game when it comes to quality and craftsmanship, but they really have very different sound qualities um, and a different feel about them as well. So we find that um, having both companies has been really a lucky thing for us to have such a wide variety of things to offer people, no matter their preference in sound and feel. Now, Miyazawa, for the past many years, you've really built up into a major professional brand in the U.S. and in Canada and South America. Some care have been off the boil with regards to visibility, but yet, Mm -hmm. since you've taken over the brand, we now see it more. Are you seeing the traction amongst players coming back to the brand? Oh, yeah, we have so many people really happy to see Sankyo around again. For a while, it seemed they weren't as readily available. 
Um, so we'll hear from players who knew Sankyo 20, 30 years ago. And for many other people, it's like it's a brand new thing for them to, to see. Oh, Sankyo Foods, I've never heard of it. So um, really, it's, it's been a really exciting thing for us to refresh that brand and um, make it more available to people throughout North and South America. And of course, I have to be very self-centered here and thank you a huge, great shout out because you do wonders for the TJ flutes in North and South America. Oh, thank, so you. thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Well, TJ's a lot of fun for us to work with and partner with you. Um, we always have an, a good time talking with you and brainstorming, and you're so creative, and the flutes are just wonderful and have made some real leaps and bounds lately with head joint development and things that, you know, listening to market feedback, we really appreciate that. And the other great thing about TJ is it's really affordable flute for a lot of people that maybe can't afford a Miyazawa or a Sankyo. So we really feel that the ability to have your own musical instrument is something really important to us to offer to everybody, and we appreciate that chance through TJ. Now, I've said on, a, on an earlier part of this podcast that I think everybody should put it up, the NFA convention on their bucket list wherever they live in the world. Yeah. Why do you think someone should come in from Europe to the NFA? Oh gosh. Um, it's a great chance to try a lot of flutes of course, different brands and compare and get educated. But the biggest reason to come here I think would be that networking possibilities and getting exposure to hear all sorts of new music and styles of playing. Um, it's just a lot of fun, and it's such a really special community of musicians and and teachers. So talking of communities, I hear on the grapevine you have a party tonight. <laughs> Shh. Uh, we are. <laughs> we are having Well, as this is going out on Monday, it'll be over Oh, with. okay. Where's, <laughs> my, where's my invite? No. <laughs> you know you're invited. You're part of the family, so it's automatic. So, Kathy, you're always much in demand. I know there's people looking at you, wanting you to go and see them. So, thank you very much for stopping. And I look forward to having a a wine? A cocktail with you. Oh, yeah, a cocktail. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, (laughs) Thanks, John Paul. Moving more around the convention centre, I've come out because, for those of you who know my one weakness, it's coffee. And having just picked up another coffee from the coffee shop here in the... Hi at Regency, Orlando. I am joined by the one and only Melissa Keeling. Hi, Melissa. Hi, John Paul. What brings you to the NFA? I have been coming to the NFA convention for over 10 years now. And when I first came, when I was 18 years old, I came to buy my first flute, which I'm still playing today. But just to hear the breadth and scope of what everyone's doing nowadays is just really incredible. And I think it's really important that we support each other as flutists and to meet new people. I have met some of my best friends in the flute world at NFA. And to reconnect with them every year, this is the time that we get to do it. So would you recommend that everybody once in their lifetime can try and make the journey to an NFA wherever it is? Oh, definitely. If you are a flutist and you have never been to NFA, then you're, you're missing out of what a flute life is like. You have to come to NFA at least once. Now, you have showcased some very high-profile events at the NFA using a very unique style. Your style of working with pebbles, with Masando head joints, and in fact, Melissa, I'll tell you what we'll do is 
after this, we'll actually do a dedicated podcast because I find you an absolutely fascinating artist. That would be great. The NFA in general, this year, it goes to a different city every year. Do you think Orlando is a good choice? It's a great choice, I think, especially this time of year. It's a great time to go on vacation, someplace warm. But I really like that it is in different cities because I can experience that culture of that place. And I've been to Orlando before, but it's been a while. Uh, I hadn't been to Minneapolis, and it was in Minneapolis last year. The first time I was ever in California was at NFA a few years ago in San Diego. So it's great to see the different flavor of how things come out depending on the location. It moves around a lot, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And I think you're scheduled to do a showcase this year. Yes, it will be tomorrow at 3 o'clock. I'll be presenting on the Glissando head joint and the K&K Silver Bullet microphone, which both of those I've been playing on for several years, and I'm totally in love with both of those things. Now, the Glissando head joint, many of you listening to this podcast won't know what Glissando head joint is. We'll cover more on this in the dedicated podcast, but Melissa, you'll have some reference points online for people to see the Glissando head joint. Where can you find it? Well, if you go to my website, uh, melissakeeling.com, I have some videos there and some pages dedicated to the Glissando head joint and also some of the effects pedals that I use in the microphone. It's on YouTube as well, so you can find it there. The Glissando is a completely unique head joint style and you seriously have to look at it to understand what it can do, but also the benefits to you as a flute player once you can actually master the Glissando goes beyond the obvious. So, right. uh, Melissa, thank you for joining me. Oh, well, thank you very much for having me. And we'll catch up with you again later. Well, it's day two at the convention, and you're guaranteed to run into flute players if you visit the coffee shop. It's where everybody seems to frequent. And one person, no less, is sat opposite me, Giovanni. Woo! What's up, brah? <laughs> Giovanni Perez, brah, bro, well, <laughs> how do you like the NFA? Well, uh, so far, it's been interesting. This has been uh, a wonderful place. It's big. A lot of people is here, and I'm happy because almost all the TJ family is here um, this weekend, so it can be any better. Yeah, they are, and they had some great fun last yeah. night. All the after-show parties that no one tells you about. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> and drinks, yeah. <laughs> Gio, you're playing tonight at the cabaret. What are you doing? Well, I'm going to be playing with the legendary Jim Walker, the lovely Gina Luciani, and the one and only, all-inclusive, Jose Valentina. <laughs> We're going to play some uh, Latin music for everyone, some pop music that I arrange, some Hollywood, Disney, uh, Pixar music that Gina arranged. So it's going to be also like my dear friend Jose, all-inclusive. <laughs> It's a late one, because I think what people don't realise is the NFA starts at 8 in the morning and goes on till very, very late. What time do you go on? Uh, well, yesterday for me was 1.30 a.m., and it was a Thursday. Usually Fridays are longer, so I'll let you know tomorrow how it goes. 
<laughs> Enjoy your coffee, Gio. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> Walking back into the exhibition centre for the day two. I'm just chasing after someone I can see in front of me. God, I'm not as fit as I used to be. <laughs> ah, there she is, Daniela. Daniela, Daniela Mars. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm very well. Now, Daniela, we, we, we've got a dedicated podcast coming up, but Daniela's Brazilian, living in Paris, spends quite a lot of time in England as well. In fact, you're quite nomadic, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I move around a lot, so I'm used to it. How are you finding the, the show so far? Well, so far, I find it okay, but I asked many people who have been to the NFA before, and they all say it can be a bit overwhelming, like too many flutes, and I can understand that, but <laughs> so far it's okay. Great, we'll enjoy the rest of your day and put, might catch up with you later on. Sure, see you later. <laughs> I can see him in there. There he is, the whirling dervish, the, the man mountain, the energy ball that is. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jose! 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 Hey, Joe Paul, what's going on? Oh, that, how wonderful to see you, bro. Hey, hey everything is off the his A, if you know what I mean, gal. There's nothing like hearing a whole bunch of high-pitched frequencies constantly out of tune, you know? I mean, what more could we expect? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> when did you get in, old boy? Uh, just uh, an hour ago. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think we heard you land. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, I think you may have heard, like, a big snore. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. Being a father, what is it like? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't slept a lot, but, uh, you know... Now I am awake. You're just seeing all this stuff, and like you're seeing a whole bunch of youth here, and this is cool. I remember when I was more this age. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Good. How are you? Jose Valentino. Oh my gosh, I follow you on Instagram. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Kaylee Velasquez. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, hey, man? Yo, it's you that oh, it's, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? What's your name? Uh, Jashanti. Yo, cool name, bro. Thanks, man. Man, I just I was just thinking like. I remember uh, when I was your age, just coming to this thing, and it was just amazing just to see yes, everybody and things like that. So I said, you know, I just wanted to say hi, man. Hi. You guys are the future. You guys are the inspiration. Uh, okay? Hi, man. Thanks. That's it, man. <laughs> Hit me up if uh, whenever you want to talk or whatever. Hi, man. Yeah. Take care, Kaylee. That's how you do it. You just invest in people, have conversations. Oh, no. There's the electric flutist. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yo, look at this. Look at this hairdo. I mean, swag. Non-stop. Now, swag just approached me. What are you Oh, man. About? Well, Welcome I mean, yeah, yeah. Jose just bumped into Melissa. So. I love everything that you're doing. Well, same to you, Jose. I'm really inspired by all your work, so thank you. This sounds so written out. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be genuine now. I am, too. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> well, it's great. You know, I, I said... I said to John Paul, I want to walk around, and I want to just see the coolest people, the people that always make me happy every time I see a post, and you're one of them. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, keep so, it up. Keep all your great stuff up. Oh, no, likewise. We play? seriously need to do a piece together. Oh, okay. Well, we can definitely arrange that. DM me to remind me, and we'll make that happen. Because yeah. you know me, my turnaround we time, need... I'm like, okay, 
Let's do it. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. but we can we can be a little bit more serious. Absolutely. Yeah, I want to do one. I okay. need to pick a good piece. All right. Or you can pick one, but okay. I'd like to do one with you again. How about I uh, compose one for you? Oh, that would be a huge honor. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm very serious. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, but I have to think about it. Think about it a bit more. You're not allowed to think about it. <laughs> okay. No I'm time. Not allowed. No time. No, yeah. no, I get it. Can you write something for electric flute? We totally have paparazzi. Glissando head joint? Yes, yes. I, I have to learn about it, though. Here, play it. Oh, I... No, I... Okay. I, I respect you. <laughs> I can't. I can't possibly try to mess with this. This is awesome. Well, now I finally listen. know how it works. Yeah, so when it's all the way in, it plays like normal, mm -hmm. and then when you slide it out, it lowers like a trombone. Okay, I see it. Yeah, that's fantastic. You're a smart guy. So what does the NFA bring to you? Why did you come here, Jose? Uh, I mean, honestly, I came here to hang out with, uh, hey, what's up? I'm like, what are you carrying? Yeah, it's like a little, <laughs> I don't know what it is either. I'm doing well. Good, Good to see you. Congratulations on yeah. the baby. Thank you. Beautiful. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jose's talking now to Jennifer Balnoch. The, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 you haven't got your title on there. Executive Vice President. Executive Vice executive President. Executive. What's the difference between Executive Vice President and Vice President? She, she, she's What's the boss of, of Vice Presidents. That's right. <laughs> Hello, Jen. I'm the boss of the boss. <laughs> and actually, she's the boss of the president. That's what executive vice president <laughs> there is. There you go. <laughs> yeah, she's the boss of the president of Gemeinhardt Company. Hello, Jen. Hello. Long time no see. I didn't see you. I haven't seen you for 12 hours. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. How's the show going for you? It's great. Yeah, it's going wonderful. Enjoyed a great concert last night. Yeah. Um, enjoyed, uh, there was a clinic yesterday with Nestor. Yeah. And Maraca, that was great. Nestor was so inspiring. The things that he said to all of us was amazing. So that was a nice experience. Having a great, uh, great attendance so far in the exhibit hall. Got a chance to talk to a lot of, a lot of people you that think, enjoy you, seeing all these flutes. <laughs> they love it. Do you think the NFA is a good showcase vehicle for a company like the Mine Hunt? Absolutely. It's our biggest, most important show of the year. We go all out when we come to NFA. It's not the NAM show. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, NAM used to be, but really? the timing of that, yeah, I'm yeah. not so much anymore because we get our dealers. Mm. It used to be the, the, the place for the manufacturers to sit down with their dealers and get the orders and all mm. that. That happens way before that now. Mm. So we go to NAM just to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> and that is your answer. Why do we go to NFA? To have a good time. There to you smile, go. Excellent. To yeah. smile and to dance. It, yeah, that's right. sure. We're dancing tonight. Yeah, he's on tonight. tonight. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm going to try to just get a little bit of energy. Yeah, I don't know. You know, when you have a baby, you don't sleep much anymore. No, you so don't. we'll see. That's we'll see what sure. happens. Oh, there. you'll bring it on when you get on stage. Uh, well, I hope the rest of the show is great for you. Thank and you. Yes. For you too. It's Canadian jazz flute virtuoso Bill McBurney. Hold on. I got to get his attention. Canadian jazz flute virtuoso. Maybe we got to get a little closer. It's Canadian jazz flute virtuoso Bill McBurney. I hope I could get an autograph, but he's really world-renowned and he's just amazing. Oh, hi! How's that? Wow! 
my life is fulfilled. My wife is my wife. My life. My my life is fulfilled. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Only the quintessential. She's walking right to me, and her name is Gina Luciani. Ladies and gentlemen, Gina Luciani. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? Good to see you. Your rehearsal soon, isn't it? We it's in about ten minutes. Yeah, we gotta go. So that's I was going to go grab Jose. Do you mind if I come and sit quietly? Yeah, go ahead. Jose's left me. He's gone off to rehearsal with Jim Walker and Giovanni and Gina Luciani for their cabaret tonight. But wander around here. I've come across. Hang on a second, Adam. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> right, Adam Petri. Now, anyone that follows Adam on Instagram will know that he is a genius when it comes to working with wood, and he puts some really, really good. Um, photography videos of some of the things he's doing under the the name Petri Piccolo is that right? Mm -hmm. Adam yes. welcome what brings you to the NFA? Um, I'm actually here just to meet and greet all of my kind of flute family and to just kind of see everyone outside of Facebook 
um, because it's it's a wonderful community online, but it's still just in your phone. Um, and it's it's great to finally see people and meet them for the first time, or to see them again. Um, and you're one just, of the young breed of. When I say young, you're very young, but you've gone into manufacturing. Yes. And you're designing your own head joints that are becoming very successful. Yes. Crowns. And how are you finding uh, being a young maker in a world of so many brands? You know, this fog, this mire of uh, instruments from around the world. How are you finding or breaking into it? Um, I'll be honest, it's, it's confusing and it's intimidating. Because I acknowledge that I turned 30 less than three months ago. Oh, you youngster, you. But, um, but it's also inspiring because I know that there's this community of craftsmen and craftswomen and makers that have these brilliant minds that I really respect and admire. Um, but yet it's also terrifying because I know what the standards are out there. And then it's uniquely gratifying when I can walk around and, and admire the the genius of the people that are coming before me and seeing that either I have already made an impact and they've either asked for opinions or they have changed methods of things that they do or to see that even that my work even um, that my work is on the same plane as theirs and that's that's humbling as well but as people are rushing for the lower price the cheaper cheaper and they're putting more machinery in You've gone back to the roots of flute making, as in making by hand. That yes. is a real craft, isn't it? Yes. I mean, my background was actually, I, I went to repair school, and then, well, I went to repair school after studying um, flute performance, and I then studied instrument repair, instrument making through an oboe manufacturer, where they make them one by one, and they only make 10 to 12 a year, and their waiting list is so long that I couldn't keep track of it. And there I learned exactly all of the nuances of working with wood. And an oboe is basically just a tube with holes in it. And that's what a piccolo is. It's a wood tube with holes in it. And it just inspired me so much to be able to work with my hands and to basically instill a part of my heart into an instrument. Because since I don't perform, I realize that I'm happy to be the man behind the curtain because it's still my performance as well. It's my instrument that's making that. So when you're designing a head joint, are you designing it based around what you know and you feel in the head joint, or do you customize it slightly for the artists that you work with? Both. Um, the, I have specific rules and, and guidelines for all of my designs of embouchure cuts, um, and then I have discussions and consultations where I just speak with the player and ask, you know, what do you have? What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? But more importantly, what do you want? How do you want it to play? And one of the things that I've been very blessed with is to have a very keen ear and, and to have an innate, intuitive knowledge of how to develop specific shapes and textures of sound with various materials and things. So while I have specific parameters and things that I know that I want in a sound, I also have the ability to communicate with the player and say, well, what do you want? And I will quite often sit with a player with them right beside me, and I'll just custom cut with them right there. I mean, you're also used to working with metals as well because of your background, but how difficult is, how difficult is it to work with an organic material? It's, it, 
it can be very frustrating because it wants to be a tree. It doesn't realize it's going to be an instrument. It does not want to be a little death whistle. It, it wants to be a tree, and that's the way it behaves. And part of that means that I have to work with it in stages and be very cautious about certain things at certain stages in production. And that I also have to not only cut the embouchure hole, but then I have to break it in a very specific way for a week or two before I can let a player take it because the first couple of weeks affect the way it plays. And, and I have very specific things that I do during that process so that way the pitch stabilizes and so that way the sound develops and it starts its own course in the direction that I want it to go. Well, I know a few people that play your piccolo head joints and they, and having spoken to you just now, I understand and I can see the passion in your eyes about what is normally just regarded, as you say, as a, a little tiny pipe. But, you know, a lot of people play piccolo, but you're taking it, you're putting your love and your experience into actually making the piccolo more of a recital instrument, more, more than just a run-of-the-mill, mass-produced instrument. Um, I mean, all of that's true. I mean, to me, it's... It's something that I've always loved to play more than flute. I, I had to study flute primarily in school, but piccolo is what really inspired me. And I've just realized that in the market, there's not a lot of variety available. Almost They're almost all the same. Mm-hmm. And that it's been largely undeveloped since since this current mechanism was devised. Is that because of, sorry, is that because of piccolo is actually quite hard to make? Say that again? Is that because a piccolo is quite hard to make? Um, well, I think it's mainly because it's more of an auxiliary instrument. People don't play it as often. It's not their main wheelhouse. Um, but for me, it was what I loved to do the most, and I always thought, well, why can't we have all of the same choices for piccolo? Why can't we have something that has, you know, like an oromite version of the wood and the head joint? You know, because there are Powell flutes and, like, fusion metals with hanes and you know where they have one metal inside another and it's you know that's something I've dabbled with and it's not something I'm doing right now but it's it has a very unique effect on the way it sounds and I've just been doing a lot of research and development and figuring out what the course of of my career will be because I know I'm at the very beginning of it and I'm just doing my homework now so that way I can offer what I feel is the best. You're certainly on an upward trajectory, Ed, and thank you for stopping and, you know, giving me a few moments. Where can um, our listeners find more information about you? Um, they are welcome to follow me on Instagram. It's at Petri Piccolos. Um, I also have my website, PetriPiccolos.com. Thank you, and have a great show, Adam. Thanks. Well, good morning. It's day three of the NFA Flute Convention, and uh, it was an interesting night last night. Uh, there was due to be a fabulous cabaret on with Maraca, Nesta Torres, Jim Walker, Jose Valentino, uh, Giovanni Perez, and Gina Luciani. However, I got t- taken ill at about 7 o'clock last night, and I've had a really rough night. Um, but it is Saturday morning, the sun's out. My head and my stomach are rather delicate, but I'm going to make it back down because this morning we have the Dance Your Flute Off Showcase 2.0, which I'm really looking forward to attending, and it's going to be another great day. 
I think I'm just a bit delicate. Hola. So, it is, what time is it? It's 10.25. In five minutes, the dance your flute off is going to start. I'm running around looking for JP, asking what camera I'm going to use, but he seems very busy, so I don't want to annoy him or stress him even more. I'm very excited for this to start. Um, I don't know if I said this, but this is Daniela, Daniela Mars talking, and I'm with Giovanni, who's also a bit stressed. Maybe he doesn't want to say anything. Would you like to say a couple of words, sir? <laughs> How are you feeling today? Hola, señorita Daniela. I'm doing fine. I'm trying to finish uh, setting up all the oh. all the all sound the stuff. Yes. Photo. Are you a bit behind? Uh, yes, I don't know where Jose is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and Viviana's here. Hello, Viviana. How are Hello, you? Danny from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> are you excited to see the dance your flute off? Oh, definitely. Yeah, me too. Yes. I, I was actually uh, in the room practicing, and I realized it was almost 10 o'clock, and I yeah. panicked, so I ran down here. Yeah. JP doesn't know that I have this microphone that oh. I'm recording. Yeah. Oh. Because he's been interviewing people all the time. Oh, okay. But now I'm going to go up to him and try and find him. And he's <laughs> know what I'm going to film. Ah, okay. So, bye. Hi, bye. everybody. Bye. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, apparently this is still recording. I'm going to have to find out uh, where JP is. Or let me just ask some people in the audience how they are feeling, how they are feeling for the dance of Flurov. So here I'm invading a conversation. Um, hello, Alyssa. Good morning. I'm good. How are you feeling about the dance of Flurov? Are you excited? I'm feeling so excited. I'm feeling, excuse me, I'm being interviewed. I'm feeling very... It's kind of obvious. I'm, I'm recording. I'm asking her a question. I'm feeling very excited. I feel like I stand a good chance of winning. I have good energy right now. I mean, how, maybe the best person, the best dancer will win the auto flutes. If that's the case, do you think you have a chance? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Well, we can give it your best shot. I'm sure you dance very well. Yeah, thank you for the vote of confidence. <laughs> how about you, Tahir? Are you excited? Absolutely. Are we dancing today? Uh, I believe so. If Jose's, uh, if Jose's playing and Giovanni, then we're definitely dancing. I'm dancing. And I'm excited. <laughs> awesome. Okay, I'm going to find JP. Joe, do you want to say a few words? Are you happy to be here? Oh, he's, he's nodding, but he doesn't want to say anything. I'm very happy to be here. Okay, perfect. I'm going to find JP. What time is it? Uh, time for dancing. 10.27. Okay, that's okay. Well... Like you said, South America does start a bit. Latinos start late. <laughs> hey, JP. I've been running around trying to find a... How, you, how are you feeling about the dance of Lurov? Now I'm interviewing you. Are you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm very good. We were, we were lacking a, a lead, so it wasn't actually going to happen. Ah, oh, so okay. we've been to one of the tall studios and we've actually... Is that why you were running? Yes. Because I was looking for you and Giovanni said, oh, he's right there, but you looked quite busy. No, we've been and actually stolen one out of the main room, so we don't, hope they're not going to use it. So okay. we'll be taking it back in 20 minutes. So maybe we shouldn't post this Oh, no, this absolutely. Podcast. Oh, we should, yeah. <laughs> Did you want this one? Flute Mafia. Sure, whichever one. Let me show you something. It's, I've got a beautiful photo that I took this morning, which I think you'll find just... You all know this isn't about our flutes. It's about a celebration of music and dance with these two wonderful guys, Jose Valentino and Giovanni Perez. Welcome to the Rumble! <laughs> 
welcome to Dancer Newton. We invite you to celebrate here in the Disney area. Give me your jungle sounds. Alright, look at the person to the left and say, you looking good. Now to your right and say, it's time to get it on. Here we go.
the diner and uh, the guys have just finished Dance Your Flute Off 2.0 to a huge great audience. Jose, how are you feeling after Dance Your Flute Off? I'm feeling fantastic. I'm, fe <laughs> I'm feeling great, yeah. We're here at the diner and uh, for me this is extra special because I'm getting uh, the opportunity to be with friends, a British uncle and uh, my parents who are at a table right across with my grandmother too so it's a kind of a surreal experience how do you feel it went this morning this morning was great uh, i got my workout and i think everybody else got their workout as well and uh, a lot of participatory music making uh, everybody laughing the endorphins being released adrenaline being released and uh 
dance your flute off. It happened. Giovanni, you enjoyed it as well, didn't you? It happened. <laughs> it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, as soon as it was finished, I was like, how are we going to top this for next year? Um, it was an incredible experience. Uh, great. Yeah. You, that's it. That's it? Yeah. We, we don't top it. We, always innovating. Always trying to see what's next. It was a pack. It was really was seething. There's so many people outside as well that couldn't get in. And you got them all dancing, each and every one of them. Yeah, th this time was actually, it, it was different, and it was, I think it was a lot better because everybody felt more in, encouraged and animated to uh, participate, truly participate with us, um, you know, for, to dance and engage, and people were dancing with partners and uh, showcasing their moves. I mean, when you have the, a professor... Uh, flute from Paris, you know, uh, at a Paris conservatory, go over there and, and she starts dancing. I think everybody says, okay, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it too. And I had fun taking uh, the senior ladies and uh, make them move. And, and you, you could see they were jiggling in their seats and they're like, oh, if only somebody could pick me. And so that's what I was doing. It was fun. It was a great event. And as you say, I don't believe you can top it again. Next year, I think we have to look at another idea. Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, also, what it's not so much about what we did as well, but I think today's presentation uh, serves as a testament to what the Trevor James uh, family is all about, because you saw a lot of other Trevor James artists, and we were always staying connected uh, via social media, Instagram, and to see people like Melissa Keeling and you know, Gina, and uh, just other people there, uh, and everybody's celebrating and supporting. You know, everybody's a part of, the, of, of, of this picture, and I think that's really the cool thing. You know, that's so sweet of you. That really is so sweet. And it was the ultimate flute warm-up session. I think that came from some Norwegian ladies yeah. that came. So thanks, guys. I think it's over to start eating now. Yeah. Well, it's the fourth and final day of the NFA convention here in Orlando. Crikey, it's been a, a really fabulous four days. And I'm looking forward to what the rest of the day has. I'm taking an early flight back, so um, I'm still hoping to catch up with Elsa Nielsen and um, anybody else that comes along. Right, as I said, it's day four, the last day of the NFA flute convention and I'm walking through the hotel lobby and there's, there's Greg Patillo. I'm just going to run over to Greg. Greg! Yo, what's up? What's up? How's it going, Greg? Good. Good, how are you? Going great, having a great convention here. Yeah, you going to do a bit of the old beatboxing for me? Yeah, check it out. I don't have my flute, but just a little bit of beatboxing for you. That's always great to catch right, up with you, dude. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> that was Greg Patillo in one, and the person that is <laughs> pointing out the fact that I didn't, <laughs> I didn't put. <laughs> oh dear. You don't have to say that on the microphone. Good morning. Good morning to you. <laughs> I didn't switch the microphone on. The person that pointed that out is a lovely lady that's walking beside me, which is Elsa Nilsson. Hi. The Hello, Elsa. Hi. Thanks for having me. And you're really important now, aren't you? 
Okay. <laughs> Elsa won the jazz competition at the NFA, which is big. To be the, the winner of a flute competition at, at any convention is important, but at the world's largest, that is huge. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And it's also really good that you won as a female. I was the only female in any part of that competition, judge or on stage. <laughs> I know I was in the audience. Um, I must admit, I didn't quite get some of that music because it was really... <laughs> were, were you improvising all the time? Most of it, yeah. Um, I mean, the way the structure works is you have, a, you have an outline that you play, you play through the outline and then you take that and just mess with it. Yeah, and you certainly did that in the third one. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I spoke to you beforehand, I said, yeah, I love your, your playing, because you're not a natural jazz player, are you? No, I kind of... I take music that inspires me and learn from that. So it's not just jazz. It's anything that I find to be genuine and beautiful and interesting or whatever. <laughs> so to do a jazz competition, how was that? It was very bizarre. It's not... It's not something that is in my nature to do, and uh, I don't know, I, I had to make a decision of playing true to who I am as a musician or playing to the judges, and I chose the first. Well, congratulations on that, Elsa. May the future hold great things for you, which I know it does anyway uh, in the flute playing and jazz community, and... What, how would you... You can't really pigeonhole, Elsa. What would you say your music style is? I call it modern jazz. It's improvised music, but it's not... The thing with modern jazz is that it kind of encompasses everything around jazz. It's not just the standards. It's not just anything. It's, it's like I said, it's kind of a mixture of a lot of things. It's a lot of classical influences. It's a lot of world music influences. It's its own thing. And what do you think the NFA uh, brings, brings to the table for an artist like you that isn't totally classically based? I mean, it's a really interesting opportunity to just see other viewpoints and get to express my own viewpoints in a context where people actually are surprised by it. Because in the jazz world, I'm very normal. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you are. It's also, <laughs> it's also very hard to be a woman in the jazz world, isn't it? Um, it has its challenges, yeah. Well, lovely to catch up, and thank you for your time, Elsa. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's coming towards the end of the last day. Sunday afternoon, and we're all fluted out. But one person that isn't, who's still full of the most amazing energy, is the fabulous and wonderful Mihi Kim. Hello, Mihi. Hi, Jean-Paul. How have you found the NFA this year? It was amazing. Each day was kind of a discovery of new ideas, new influences. And um, each, each evening you think that next day, oh my God, that was so amazing. How, how, how is, is it going to be tomorrow? And it, it goes on and on and on. And it, so much impressions, wonderful impressions to get back. The whole ambience of the family, everybody is sharing good vibes. Uh, so kind to everybody and um, yeah it's definitely the place to be so you're a flute pre professor in Paris I am and the French flute scene has always been known as being very serious and dedicated to the, the art of flute playing how do you find the NFA differs? 
if at all? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, why? Well, um, I think the first, the most different, striking difference is that here the people did not lose the the joy of sharing, and they want to be happy when they play. In France, it's maybe a, 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 a French thing. Everybody strives perfection, so they put themselves uh, onto very much pressure and so on. But kind of the new generation of the younger flutists and the younger performers, um, they are uh, proposing many ideas, new ideas, and so on. So I'm one of the older generation people who are trying to push it through right and um, yeah but the, the the established persons are really open to it right now and um, we're just waiting for all the ideas now for a French flute professor from Paris you're extremely active on social media how can people find you um, <laughs> um, yes of course I'm on Facebook yeah, my name is Mihi Kim and on Instagram is platinum flute because I play a platinum flute from Miyazawa and um, Twitter, I'm not very active, but um, yeah, I think that's it. I have a website as well, mihikim.com, mihikim.com, just simply. Right. you're going to go away today, you leave today. What's been your highlights? For, for this amazing. event... Can you have any highlights or is everything just... It was amazing. I, I mean, highlights, I would, I would think of kind of 10 or 12 events. Oh. You, you have time? Do I have 20 minutes to? <laughs> <laughs> but but it, in short, it's just been a magical experience and right. for anyone that turned up. And the, th the thing I find is it doesn't matter what age, whether you're a beginner through to professional, through to a top Paris professor like you, we all found wonderful enjoyment here. Yes, I think um, the most beautiful image that I keep in my heart by leaving is that in the NFA, it's kind of very democratic so that there are stars but they're still human and and stars are talking to other people as well and they they go give feedback and we, we are all listening to other concerts and so on and it's just this kind of the family spirit is so precious because in france actually it was a more organized um hierarchical do you see this say this um tradition of flute playing which is kind of getting more democratic as well. Uh, so please stay tuned because the next events are coming. I think there will be a change soon in France. More fun? Even dancing? Definitely, definitely. Salsa and everything. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> Mihi Kim, it's been so beautiful to see you these last few days and to spend a bit of time in your presence. It's my pleasure to say... Adios to NFA and safe journeys home, Mihi. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, I'm just about to check out of the hotel and take a taxi to the airport for my flight back to London tonight as that's the end of the National Flute Association Convention 2018 for me. These last four days have been pure joy for anybody who not only loves playing the flute but loves music. Along the way... I've listened to performances of the most beautiful Baroque, beatbox, jazz, contemporary, Latin, classical. The list of musical genres goes on and on and on. The NFA seems to cover all bases here. I've danced, yes, I've even danced. I've laughed. I've been mesmerised. 
I played beautiful piccolos through to mega expensive concert flutes at well over $100,000 each and huge drainpipe-sized contrabass instruments. And believe me, some of these were huge. I've also had the privilege to meet some wonderful people of all ages who have two things in common, their love for music and their love for the flute. You see, age, experience, ability is no barrier here. It's about learning, enjoying and taking away experiences which will help you develop as a musician. As you can imagine, this is not my first NFA convention. I've been to a few now, but each one has its own personality, its own vibe, and this one in Orlando is no exception. Do you have to come all the way each year to the USA for this huge annual flute event? For me, the simple answer is no. You see, why it's nice to go, and of course, put it on your bucket list, you too may have your own flute society events, along with residential and non-residential courses in your own country, organised by some very dedicated musicians and teachers, each wanting to bring their own joy and love of flute playing to you. We do need to support these. As the wonderful Wissam Bustani said in the last Talking Flutes podcast interview with Claire Southworth, music and life is all about love. That is the base and the root of everything. I leave Orlando today with renewed hope that in a world where the creative arts is not always at the forefront of governmental funding and support, flute playing is still very healthy and loved by those who choose to play and enjoy this beautiful instrument. Until next time, thank you for listening to this Talking Flutes Extra NFA special podcast and may your week ahead be delightful. Goodbye. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra are podcast productions by the Trevor James Flute Company. For more information, visit trevorjamesflutes.com.